0: everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, TVTPFL. TPFL. Thursday, it is July 7th, it is 2022. We have 10 baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. Big slate for a Thursday. If you're playing on FanDuel, it's a nine-game slate. They are not including the Pittsburgh-Cincinnati game, but we're going to talk about it anyway because DK did. And yeah, so joined today by my buddy Justin Carlucci. The Looch! I mean you're usually filling in for me, but we're we're working together today.
1: <laughs> yeah, good to see you. A lot of night games on a Thursday. So switching it up, how does that make you feel, Stevie? <laughs> I mean, I already told you. Um, I, Thursdays are like when they're like six game
0: slates, I'm just so happy because not only is it easier on the content side and like researching, but I just I like six to eight game baseball slates. Ten's not bad, ten's way better than like a 14-15 game slate, but uh I mean, yeah, I like the smaller slates.
1: I do too, because more ownership kind of flocks to one spot. And with how variant baseball is, it's so easy to like pivot anywhere else for a tournament. So I'm I'm with you there. And uh, you know, there's been so many good hitting spots like because of weather. And I cannot pretend to be the poorest man's Kevin Roth. So, you know, some of my thoughts might change by the time I see some weather edge models or where it's really hot tomorrow. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we're in the thick of things. We're, we're in July already. It's crazy. And uh, some decent uh, matchups here for Thursday night.
0: I mean, pitching. Again, we have plenty of pitching. We have plenty of hitting. Um, yesterday's slate didn't go well. I pretty much said it on the podcast and then I followed it up on expert survey. I was all in on the young pitcher for the Red Sox. Um, Bellow. I mean, he didn't pitch well. It happens. And guess what? If he has a good matchup, his next start, guess who's going right back to the well, uh, this guy. So best thing about DFS is we get to move on. We get to play next slate. And I mean, that's what we're here to do. We're here to give you guys a first look. So let's jump in. Angels at Baltimore is where we get started here. Eight and a half total. Angels are one thirty favorite. Silseth against Lyles.
1: Uh, any interest here in Chase Silseth? No. Um <laughs> I mean, just you know, definitely not on FanDuel. I mean, he is super cheap on DK. Uh, I guess I have a little bit of like dart throwing large field stuff. I mean, you know, you're looking at some ugly overall metrics, but Uh, You know, if you're playing huge, large field stuff, I don't mind that Baltimore lineup is progressively getting a little better. And uh, the Adley Rutschman effect, I think, is real. I kind of like this Baltimore team. I think they're sneaky. I don't think they're the pushover like bottom feeders that they were in April and and were like for the most of last year. So nah, I don't I don't have much interest in pitching on this one. What about you? Yeah,
0: no interest for me on still Seth. not a big enough strikeout for me to want to play rate right, to want to play him at 6,200. So I'm going to pass on him and then Lyles at 6,900. I mean, Jordan Lyles is just not a great pitcher. And when you're attacking the Angels lineup, you really have to be able to attack this lineup. And I just don't think Jordan Lyles is the type of pitcher that you're like, oh, Jordan Lyles can go out and you know, have a 30% K rate and dominate an offense. That's just not who Jordan Lyles is.
1: Yeah, I don't hate it for SP 2 on DK just because I've been picking on the Angels all year. I mean, they made Luis Garcia look like Nolan Ryan like five days ago, or uh, Christian Javier. I mean, they just strike out so much. But, uh, you know, the Angels are kind of like the Braves. Scary bat, scary power, strike out at a high clip. The, the thing is, like, people will see that Angels matchup because we're so far into this year, and I feel like Lyles will probably come in at a higher ownership than I want to mess with on this slate.
0: Socks and bats here. Um, I mean, when Lyle struggles, he struggles big time with power lefties. So, I mean, obviously, Otani, big spot for him here. Um, Jared Walsh, what do you like here for the Angels?
1: Yeah, just like typical stuff here. You know, Angels, power bats, you know, nothing fancy. I mean, this is the same pitcher who gave up like 30-plus bombs last year. Um, you're right. The lefties are doing the damage, so it's Otani for me. Um, you know, don't snooze on the righties, though. Like, Jordan Lyles just isn't a very good pitcher and, like you said, doesn't have K stuff here. It's just typical Angels power bats for me here. Baltimore side, like you said, they – I mean, as an offense, they
0: have definitely gotten better. Um, I mean, this is a team that was awful at the start of the year, but Seth's a guy that, like, power lefties can have a field day against. So, a guy like Mullins and Adley Rutschman and Santander – I don't mind like a three or four man here. Um, I I think the Baltimore Orioles are one of the better, cheaper
1: stacks on the slate. I agree. They never carry the ownership that they should. I mean, we're talking super, super small sample size this season, but 50% hard hit rate to lefties. Throwing over 60% of fastballs to lefties as well. So not only am I interested in Mullins and some of these lefties, but I think we could look for some home run props too while we're at it. All right, here we go. We got the Yankees and Red Sox. My Red
0: Sox going up against the Yankees. Garrett Cole against Winchowski. Um, Garrett Cole, great pitcher. There is a lineup for this game, it's kind of all over the place. Eight and a half and one sixty. Um, Yankees seems to be the like the line that most places have. So we'll go with that. Um, let's talk Garrett Cole going up against the Red Sox. I mean, this is the type of pitcher that can dominate this offense.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but doesn't it just seem like the Red Sox have been Cole's Achilles heel the last two years, right? Especially, are they in Boston? Yeah, this is, game's in Boston. Man, he's just he's just struggled there. Um, So this is really interesting here. My guess is, is Dylan Cease is probably going to be the go-to like high-end arm on the slate at similar price point. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Are more people going to go to Cease than Cole, you think?
0: Well, I mean, yeah. Cease's face in Detroit uh, Cole's face in the Red Sox I would I hope people go Cole
1: over Cease But I mean Cease stop pitching On the slate for me And we'll talk about that Yeah I mean like is there going to be a huge ownership discount i mean i i I like another high-end option on this slate there's only a couple that are really appealing to me but i i don't i I think i'm pumping the brakes on Cole here in boston um i don't really have like an analytical dig kind of just gut feeling but uh dk wise which has been pretty good man like he's been serviceable of course this you know the yankees lineup isn't what you typically want to pick on but i don't mind playing him for tournaments
0: yeah, I mean, the Red Sox hit Cole earlier this year. Um, I mean, looking at a little bit of BVP, everyone's favorite. <laughs> I mean, Xander Bogarts has hit him well. Devers and J.D. Martinez have hit him well. Um, I mean, those are the three guys you're trying to get around anyway when you're when you're looking at a pitcher. So I think Cole, especially the bottom half of this lineup, could have a big game here. So when I'm looking at pure ceiling, he's definitely in the conversation today. And then you mentioned when, Winchowski. um, he's, he's a talented young pitcher. It's just, this isn't the matchup. I think I want to play him today. Um, and I I'm not going to talk you. I don't think I'd necessarily talk you off of it. It's just, again, when we're, when we're looking at a team like the Yankees, you really have to be able to attack him, attack them. And I mean, this is a guy that pitches the contact and try to generate soft contact. So, um, I mean, you do that against some of these bats. You're just you're not necessarily always going to generate soft contact against a guy like Stanton and Judge and some of these other guys. So I think I'm gonna pass on Winchowski today. Talk to me about the Yankees bats.
1: Yeah, uh Yankees bats. I mean, Josh Donaldson still just ridiculously underpriced on FanDuel. Joey Gallo has been terrible, but he Homered on Wednesday. Is he all the way back? I don't know, but you can play some of these Yankees, you know. Gal 2300, Josh Donaldson's 2500, um, Gleber's under 3k. So, I mean, you can make a Yankee stack, you know, and then throw in Judge and Stanton, and probably have no problem doing whatever you want to do on FanDuel. I know that's typically, <laughs> typically how it works over there, though. Um, obviously, they're priced up a little bit more on DK. Um, so I, you know, I'm curious to see what. What kind of ownership the Yankees check in? You know, we talk, like, you talk about ceiling as much as I'll give him Wichkowski kudos. Um, you know, I, I don't mind the Yankees at all. Uh, on the flip side with, with your Red Sox. I mean, I, I'm a big Jaron Duran fan, and I like that he's finally coming around. I mean, God, he's just been crushing it in the minors the last two years, but he's not cheap on either site anymore. 4,400 on DK. I mean, he probably won't, he won't be owned at all. Um, but I, I'm interested to see what he's got in this spot against Garrett Cole at home. Yeah. I mean, I don't
0: have a ton of interest in the Red Sox. Devers would be the guy, but I mean, he, Mm -hmm. it sounds like he really is dealing with kind of like a back injury and the power has been lacking. I don't think he's homered in like two weeks. Um, uh, pretty sure it's like the 24th or 25th of last month when he hit his last home run. But, um, I think this back like hamstring injury, my, we might see Devers like go IL, um, if it continues to be a thing like, and just kind of give him an extra week before the all-star break um, for Red Sox to make a push, but I don't want to pick on Cole. I think you can, Mm -hmm. you know, potentially take a home run shot. Um, But yeah, I don't mind a mini stack of like a Donaldson carpenter and one of the studs on the Yankee side, this game's in Boston. They're on the road. They're getting that extra um, half inning of at bats, even if they're losing. So yeah, I don't mind the Yankees here
1: today. You know what, Stevie? Bobby Dahlbach's been such a disappointment. Is Cassis, Tristan Cassis, pushing him for time yet? Yeah. I mean, if Dahlbach's in the lineup, I'll have more interest in Cole because obviously he strikes out a lot. Um, what's up with Cassis? Is that how you say it in the minors? He's a, a really good prospect, I guess.
0: I mean, they. I mean, if the fact that they called up um, Bello, maybe they're gonna start making some moves. Um, Red Sox organization, they're like top. 10 prospects are really really good so um i mean they're in the they're still in the hunt too i think they're tied with the rays right now so i mean the red sox are in it the blue jays are in it and the yankees are like 13 games up um they're just crushing right now which makes me so happy you can't see me i'm rolling my eyes (laughs) miami at new york facing the mets we got castino castino um Daniel Castino going up against um our good old friend Trevor Williams. One one line out for this game. It's DraftKings. It's an 8 total and the Mets are a 180 favorite. I think that's kind of where I'd put this game as well. Um do you have any interest here in Daniel
1: Castino? I do not. Easy pass for me. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't think I
0: will play him. The Mets are a little bit worse against left-handed pitching um, than they are against right-handed pitching. Typically you want to attack them with left-handed pitching. It's just, they still don't strike out a ton and he's not a huge strikeout pitcher. So I don't think this is necessarily the spot I want to attack um, for him. Yeah. The other side of this game, I mean, Trevor Williams is 6,700. He should have a, a solid game. It's just how many pitches 55, 60 here. Um, If he was guaranteed 85 pitches, I think he'd be very much in play at 6,700.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, the Marlins typically go unowned. Um, Interesting spot, though. I mean, I'm just looking at plate IQ here. And whatever he throws is registering as just fastballs. He's throwing like 80% of fastballs to hitters. A lot of hard contact, a lot of fly balls. I don't mind, you know, having some of these Marlins in my player pool at all. Yeah, I mean, this is a guy.
0: He's not going to pitch deep into the game. So once you start seeing stuff like that, you always look at the bullpen. The Mets are a middle of the road bullpen, so I don't mind
1: maybe potentially little Garcia. You know, yeah. some of those guys with one off upside. I'm, yeah, nothing crazy, but they're cheap for sure. Yeah, I
0: mean, with without Jazz, it's hard for me to even like mini stack Miami. So I think it would be probably more as like one-offs. Um, yeah. I mean, Trevor Williams is a guy you want to pick on fly balls and hard context galore. It's just who are you really picking on them with?
1: Yeah. I think the problem is, you know, you nailed it, not having jazz in, in the lineup, uh, you know, Aguilar super cheap, but like on DK first base is such a premium upside position, you know, I'm at least you have the utility, but, you know, he probably doesn't make your top 15 to, to 20 list um, on DK, uh, depending on slate size. You're right. I mean, some one-offs here. I mean, Sanchez has been hot and cold all year. Um, Garcia is probably my favorite bat on the Marlins side. If this was any other matchup, I mean, we'd be we'd probably be talking it up a little more for the bats. I really like Jesus Sanchez. I think if you want to chase a home run, um,
0: he's someone that I'd be looking at total base props today for sure. Um, you know, looking at his home run prop, even I think this is the guy that has the power and he's kind of like a ground ball hitter. So like facing a fly ball pitcher, I think Jesus Sanchez at 3,400 would be my favorite um, here. The other side of this game. I mean, obviously a ton of interest in Pete Alonso, a um, ton of interest in, in Sterling Marte. Once we get past those two guys, um, it's kind of rough. I mean, he has had a little bit of reverse splits, but I still, I mean, I'm always looking for
1: lefties versus righties, righties
0: versus lefties. Yeah,
1: no, I, I totally agree. I mean, you know, again, minor sample size here. It looks like Castano struggled against, actually struggled against lefties. Um, But, you know, the guys you mentioned, Alonzo still have superpowers, su- super splits, love picking on the lefties here. So um, just haven't seen enough of Castano. I mean, his, like, his... Like his ex-fit is horrible. He's not striking anybody out. Um, giving a bunch of line drives, yeah. I mean, you can make a case for these Mets for sure. And I don't see their ownership going and getting out of control, you know, whatsoever. Um, you know, James McCann back in the lineup, the lefty masher himself. So, uh, you know, I don't know where he's been hitting. And that looks like Fanzil has him projected in the nine hole. I don't know if that's been accurate or not, but uh, yeah, I'm with you. Some of these righty lefties, and uh, I don't mind some mini stacks here for the Mets
0: escobar 4200 he's someone that always hits left hand pitching well um mark connor like this should be should be a good spot it's just it's in city field so don't get too crazy at the mets here i think is the best advice i can give you uh pirates at cincinnati no total in this game second half of the double header um pitching can change obviously but right now it looks like it's going to be bryce wilson going against robert dugger um
1: I mean, any interest in either one of these pitchers? No, um, not for me, but we're definitely probably have to dive into some bats here. Let's
0: yeah, see. I mean, the first first game's at one, so we should definitely have a lineup before lock. Um, this game's in Cincinnati. Like, There's no reason not to have interest in bats on both sides of this game, in my opinion. So let's start here with Pittsburgh. What do you like here for the Pirates?
1: Let's see here. Let's bring up Pittsburgh. Uh, Man, Brian Reynolds' price is getting up there. I mean, how do you not love Emil Cruz and the upside that he has? I know he's hitting under 200, but uh, his upside is crazy. Um, Let's see here. Uh, You know, Sawinski. and A a lot of low-average, high-K, but high-power guys on this team. Um, I, I don't mind Sawinski here. Uh, you know, good park, like you said, like great, good park for homers here too. So I, I really, I don't know about a full stack, but I think it's kind of screaming mini stack for Pittsburgh. I just, I don't know how many of these guys have tournament winning upside, but I definitely like some of them for sure. I think O'Neill, Cruz, um, and if you, you know, if you're willing to spend on Reynolds, he makes sense as well.
0: Yeah, we really haven't seen a ton of Robert Duggar. He's been down in the minors, so um, I, I mean, it sounds like he's just getting called up as like the twenty-six man. Here today, making a spot start, getting sent back down. Second half of a doubleheader. If Pittsburgh can put up some runs in the early game, now we're talking bullpen a little bit stretch on a on a doubleheader. This could be an amazing spot for Pittsburgh. So with, with as good as this offense has been recently and all these guys that have gotten called up and how cheap all these guys are, I'm actually a little interested in a full stack for Pittsburgh today. And it might be like a team that I make like a 4-4 four, four instead of a 5-3. But yeah, I, I have some interest in Pittsburgh today.
1: I think this is a, a really, really good spot. You know, now that I had, had like 45 seconds to look a little more into who Robert Duggar has been not, in the majors. Yeah. Woo, 79 innings, 16 homers, 7.29 ERA. That's a real number, <laughs> 5.78 uh, FIP. I mean, geez, uh, I, I think I'm with you. Um, and you know what? He's the righty. So these lefties that have these sick platoon splits or, or sh- should be in that Pittsburgh lineup. I know it's the second leg of a doubleheader here, but uh, I'm with you. Let's play some of these pirates for sure. Um,
0: I mean, the other side too, Bryce Wilson sinks. He's not very good. He struggles against both lefties and righties. He's a major league pitcher for some reason. Um, <laughs> I love the Reds here. Tyler Nyquin's back. He should be potentially in the lineup here. Um, He's 4,400. Joey Votto's banged up. We'll have to see if he's in there or not. He's 3,700, dealing a little bit of a back tightness thing. Um, Moustakis might be in there if not, and he's 3,200. So we're going to get some value here since Zell's really cheap. Really the only guy you're potentially paying up for for Cincinnati is Dury. So another cheap stack that's
1: in a good spot. Couldn't agree more. Two bad pitchers and a bad ballpark. I feel like the weather has been pretty hot in the Midwest too. So, I mean, if if Weather Edge and i'll say there's good conditions this is a great game to go overweight on i think jonathan india x-rays came back negative got hit by a pitch wednesday uh so i guess that is something to monitor to see if he plays baseball on thursday
0: could get some really cheap cincinnati bats here in a good spot against bryce wilson so pay attention pay attention to that um And Pittsburgh bullpen's terrible. Cincinnati bullpen's terrible. They're two of the bottom five bullpens in baseball. This is just a fantastic game. I can't wait to see what this line comes out. If it comes out at eight and a half, bet the over. Um, I think I'd even take the over at nine. This is a game that really I think we're going to see a lot of runs scored here. All right. St. Louis at Atlanta. Um, Liberator against Strider in this one. This one has a nine total. The Braves are a 210 favorite here against St. Louis. Um, I mean, Livador has been either really good or really bad. There's not really been in between for him. Uh, if you look at his game log, negative 22, negative, then 23 and then three. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I don't think I'm playing uh Libitor here.
1: No, definitely not. No. The interesting conversation starts with, Uh, the mustached man on the other side against a Cardinals team who is pretty low K rates against righties, but Strider's stuff has been so damn good. It it comes down to just control. Like he's had control issues. Um, Looks like he's cleaned them up lately, but interesting price point, you know, really tough matchup. The Cardinals have been great. The last month. Uh, Talk to me about Spencer Strider. Where, Where are you at on him, Stevie?
0: I mean, ceiling-wise, you have to like him. Um, the biggest issue is St. Louis doesn't strike out. I mean, that's the biggest concern. Um, I mean, Max Fried's a great pitcher, and he he just – I mean, they, they worked him to death, and he threw, was it four or five innings um, on Wednesday night? I just – Strider has big strikeout upside, so – when you're, when you're potentially thinking about playing him here at 8,500, you know he has the ceiling of, like, the guys that are 10K. So, I mean, for that reason alone, he's in play for me.
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, you know, looked good against the Nationals about a month ago. They don't strike out much. Had a rough outing against uh, the Giants, who are oftentimes pretty pesky. A couple of weeks ago, he pitched pretty good against the Dodgers. You know, I feel like every game he's he's proving himself – throws a lot of pitches, has to work. Um doesn't go crazy deep into ball games, but yeah, I love the upside here and and you just have to be interested. Um St. Louis bats
0: I mean, he is a guy that gives up a ton of hard contact, generates hardly any soft contact. So I think if you wanted to do like a mini stack if he's going to get some ownership, I wouldn't talk you off of it, but I'm probably not going to be there today.
1: No me either. You pretty much uh, you know, spot on analysis there. I don't mind one offing some of these high upside bats if you're playing hundred lineups. You know, get a couple Arenado shares, a couple Goldschmidt shares. Yepes uh, has been really good. He was even hitting second in the order the other day. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if I can get on board with any kind of stack, but I don't mind uh, the one offs and, and maybe like home run hunting here or there. Um, yeah, I mean the Atlanta
0: side, they're they're one of my favorite stacks on the slate. Hot Atlanta. In a, I mean, this guy just hasn't been able to get out righties. And when you look at this lineup, Acuna, Swanson, Riley, Darno, Ozuna, they're it's just full of good righties. Um, and like you, you play Olsen because you don't expect Libatorio to go deep into the game. Um, I love the Braves here. Um, yeah, no in, no issues um, stacking them up all different ways here.
1: I'm with you he's really struggled against righties at the major league level. Um, I kind of hope Contreras is in the lineup too. He's been great this year. Um, Really good lefty hitter as well. Um, Eddie Rosario is playing baseball again. Good to see him back and healthy. And, and you know what he was dealing with some, some serious stuff there Uh, vision issues, you know, kind of a crowded outfield there now, but I think there are tons of ways to stack this Atlanta team. They'll probably carry ownership, but I don't think it'll be enough to, uh, really deter me here. And you're right, people people shy away from the lefty lefty stuff. But you know, Matt Olson typically doesn't have a problem with that ever. I- I'm with you. Let's go, Braves.
0: Love the Braves here, man. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna smash on the slate. They've been one of the hottest offenses in baseball too. So that doesn't hurt. Yep. Well uh, we got the Tigers and the White Sox. Eight total in this game. White Sox a 250 favorite probably not high enough. Um Bo Breeski going up against Dylan Cease. Um any interest here in Bo
1: Brisky? No, no, none, 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 really. I mean, he's, he's been all right. Like I'm not playing him on FanDuel at all. Um, what's his DK price? I'm just not going there. 7,200. Nope. I mean, the White Sox are a pretty low K team. Uh, by the way, Eloy Jimenez is back playing baseball, hit a home run on Wednesday. Good to see White yep. Sox are pretty dangerous. I'm not going there.
0: I mean, Dylan Sees is a great pitcher and faces the worst offense in baseball today. The suit has a 34% K rate, 39 against righties, 30, 29 against lefties. There's no power in this lineup whatsoever. No one with an ISO over 150 against right handed pitching this season. Dylan, Dylan Sees, if Babbitt is on his side, could see seven strong innings and put up 35 plus DK
1: points uh, against this team today. Agreed. He's the cash game play for sure on both sites. Um, you know, another guy who had wicked stuff and was like progressively got a stranglehold on his control issues, like slowly but surely. And uh, he's got a decent leash all the, you know, now, too. It's 2022. He's throwing well over 100 pitches as long as he's not getting in troubles. Had the little blip against uh, the Giants, who are just kind of a pesky team to figure out. But you're right. Cease is, you know, theoretically the best pitcher on the slate thursday yep um
0: i have zero interest in detroit bats nothing there's nothing like green's a good hitter and i think he is going to be talented um but i'm not playing him in this matchup
1: no and like i don't if i'm playing large field stuff i don't even think i'd want to waste any shares on playing the leverage if his ownership's getting out of control i'd rather just allocate my money and and line up bills elsewhere I'm, i'm with you um the White Sox here, like Breeski has been
0: big time reverse splits this season. It's, it's still kind of small sample size, but it's not, it's 300 plate appearances almost. Um, and it, I mean, everything we've seen from this year really struggles with getting righties out. So I did a little deep dive on him against lefties. He's thrown his change up a lot and he tries to throw a slider against righties and it just doesn't work. um, <laughs> I mean, that's the, that's the nicest way to put it Um, where he's getting 37% whiffs with the changeup against lefties getting 20% whiffs with the slider against righties. So I like the right-handed white socks here a lot. Like you mentioned, um, Eloy's back that gives us a really, really strong foundation for a stack here, whether you want to do a three or five, man, I think the white socks are in play today.
1: Yeah. Tons of ways you can, you can stack the white socks now, especially with him back, 4100 on dk i feel like his price like his price is high enough where his ownership's not going to be out of control however uh he's 29 on fanduel so you know you're looking for another cheaper cash play with arguably one of the highest ceilings on the slate from a hitter you know it's Eloy uh for fanduel 2900 is one of your cash game uh builds players give whatever you,
0: <laughs> yeah I give you guys a free bet because i'm gonna write this up on scores and odds i just wrote it down so i didn't forget um <laughs> White Sox minus one and a half is 113 at FanDuel. That is nice value. I think the White Sox crushed the Tigers in this game. So there you go.
1: Totally agree. Good call.
0: Freebie, baby. Here we go. (laughs) Colorado at Arizona. Gomber against Keuchel. No total in this game. We'll have to see what this comes out at. But uh, any interest here in Austin Gomber going up against Arizona? Absolutely not. None. (laughs) I still okay so I'm on the fence on not in this spot but just overall I think Gomber is talented I just he struggled a little bit here and I mean I expected way more from him this season um the 17 percent case just not what we
1: were kind of expecting from him this year but anyway he's been terrible against righties that I mean he just can't put I mean 250 iso against Rays here. So there's gonna be some uh, fairly popular bats both sides. I how the hell is Dallas Keichel still getting major league work, Steve? What is what is happening? I mean um who's the Jose Arena
0: started right oh, now. <laughs> like
1: what what year is it?
0: <laughs> um so I will say I, I'll say this really quick on Gomber. If for some reason Arizona rolls out their like six left-handed hitters I think Gomber would actually be interesting in that aspect if that happens. But I mean, if they roll out their platoon lineup, we're not playing Gomber here and we're not playing Keichel. So let's talk some bats. Um, I mean, Colorado's the prices. Okay. So it's starting to come down a little bit. Like they were priced, like they were in course. Um, and it was, it was very frustrating, but Colorado is actually one of the better offenses in baseball against left-handed pitching. And, you when you look at the lineup, you kind of figure out why they have Chris Bryant, they have Rogers, they have Crone, they have Gritchuk. Um, so I mean, even this the servant guy um at catcher, he's been hitting left-handed pitching ever since they called him up. So I kind of like the Rockies here today.
1: Yeah, and you know, no one ever plays them away from cores, even decent matchups. They they just don't like people are gonna play the Braves um and and probably some of these diamondbacks we're going to talk about i mean you know cj crone will carry some ownership for sure And what, what is he he's having but yeah i i think i agree with you um crone is is in a, a great spot here I, I like the rockies too and i don't expect their ownership to be like crazy um on the road um
0: arizona i think is interesting as well if they do platoon out um I mean, if they do that, we start to get some cheap bats here. Luplo at like twenty five hundred, um, yeah. Kelly at twenty three hundred. So, I could see using like one to three guys here. Um, but yeah,
1: no, I, I totally agree. I know you're a big Luplo guy, and so am I. He's dirt cheap on both sites. and uh, I'm super interested in some of these cheap bats. Carson Kelly finally starting to come around. Those were the two guys I was, star- that I was staring at. So uh, I'm with you on them. I I like both sides of this game quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, this is another game. I think that when the
0: total comes out, it's going to be pretty high. So, see, San Francisco at San Diego. We got Logan Webb going up against Joe Musgrove. Um, Six and a half total in this game. The Padres a slight favorite here at one thirty. Wow. I mean, this is this when you when you look at this game on paper, you're like, oh, it probably is going to end up being pretty low scoring.
1: Um, Any interest here in Logan Webb against San Diego? I think Logan Webb's an awesome pitcher. I don't, I mean, the Padres K rates aren't anything crazy. I, I don't mind keeping them in large field stuff. Like I know the popular question on grinders Live, and, and, and that game was like, okay, like one stack and like, who are you playing it? I want Logan Webb in the pool, but I don't know if I'm, if he's making like my one team that I'm building. Um, however, I do have a ton of interest in Musgrove.
0: Yeah. I just kind of like both these pitchers. I do think overall this is going to be a pretty low scoring game um not a ton of strikeouts on either side of this game when we're looking at overall ceiling um so i think both of these guys potentially rival like who are we talking about earlier now i can't think of his name uh garrett cole type of upside where i still think like sees is way above them in ceiling but I still think like upside wise, Cole, Musgrove, and Webb are kind of all in that range. So um I'll mix
1: and match these guys. Yeah. Musgrove's been so good. Uh man, the the Giants are, are give people fit sometimes, you know, they're a big platoon team as well. But I mean, just in terms of consistency, he's only Musgroves had two games where he's given up more than two earned runs, and they were both recently. Um I like Musgrove a lot for large field tournaments. Uh, I agree with you. Cease is the guy, and you know, out of those three top arms, Cease, Cole, and Musgrove, in terms of price, Musgrove should fall third in the pecking order in terms of ownership here. But he's just been so good. I I think you know, and Vegas is pegging this at a at a total left and seven, which you don't see too often. I like Musgrove a lot for tournaments. Yep. Um. I don't have any interest in bats in this
0: game overall. I think both these pitchers are good. I think the ballpark is very pitcher friendly. Um, There is a reason that this game has such a low total. Um, We have so many good offenses today. I mean, is there anything standing out to you on either side of this game?
1: No, and we know San Fran likes to play the platoon pinch it game more than almost pretty much anybody in the league either. So I just can't invest in any of them, all things considered.
0: I mean, if you want to punt catcher, if Bart is in the lineup he played um on Wednesday, 2K for catcher. If he doesn't do anything, who cares? But he has power upside, so I don't mind Joey Bart.
1: He's had such a tough cup of coffee coming up so far, <laughs> though he's he's the power is there though. It's there. He'll come around eventually. It's I agree with you. It's there. I just I don't think I can go there on Thursday all right
0: um cruising along here we got toronto at seattle lawrence against marco gonzalez here no total in this game casey lawrence um i mean five and two-thirds 87 pitches last time out he struggled um did not pitch well in that outing um do you have any interest here in casey lawrence
1: (laughs) No, and I'm trying to do homework in here as I'm saying words and we're talking. But I'm definitely not gonna be pitching him. I, I feel like we're gonna be looking for some home run bats on, on both sides here. But uh, no interest in Lawrence for me.
0: Yeah, I don't really have any interest in Lawrence either. Um, I mean, a reliever trying to work into a starter role does have some strikeout stuff. Um, yeah, but I mean, he misses misses bats, and then when he gets hit, he gets hits hard. So. I mean, those are the types of pitchers I love to pick on Marco Gonzalez on the other side of this game. I mean, at this time of the year, we know exactly what we're getting out of Marco Gonzalez He's going to go out. He's going to throw 90 to 100 pitches. He's going to give up some earned runs and he's going to try to limit home runs. Um, This is what Marco Gonzalez has been doing for years. So he's not a DFS play. He's one guy that I absolutely hate stacking against. It works out every once in a while. Um, Do you have any interest in Marco
1: Gonzalez? no, uh but I'm with you i always I always play bats against him, and I always play bats against his buddy there in Seattle, Chris Flexen, and I feel like I'm never on the right side of either one of them Stevie <laughs> listen Flexen, it's coming it's
0: coming like his underlining numbers say stack every single time ah, yep. Chris Flexen, I have tilted so much Chris Flexen this year, Mark <laughs> Gonzalez, I mean, so on the Toronto bats like. We know the power upside of Bichette, Vlad, Kirk, Hernandez, Chapman, um, Springer, if Springer's back in the lineup, like against left-handed pitching here. So, I mean, if you want to stack Toronto, it's just not the greatest ballpark, and they're expensive. So, I mean, you're really going to need Marco Gonzalez to be off, and it happens, but it doesn't happen very often.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think you can home run hunt, and I think, you know <sighs> – I, I, my gut says that I'm, I think I'm agreeing with you here. Like maybe I'm setting a build rule and, and not playing more than two Toronto guys in a lineup kind of thing. Like I, there's hope like he's going to, you know, I could see a couple solo shots or something, but I, I I agree. I just don't see the full stack. Um, Another highly touted catching prospect, Gabriel Moreno, 2300 on DK. Another guy who it's there. The tools are there. Hasn't really, you know, showing a lot of upside as a hitter yet as a pro, but in the minors, he was amazing. So if you're looking for a cheap catcher, I don't mind Moreno. And I don't mind singling out or like playing no more than two of these Toronto guys.
0: I mean, if you go Moreno, um, he's cheap. The Oscar's pretty cheap. Chapman's pretty cheap. I could see a three man. Um, I don't know if I want a full five man stack against Marco Gonzalez. Um, yeah. And, and like Seattle is a middle of the road bullpen
1: too. Not a great ballpark. Yeah, no, I I agree. Um, As far as Cal Raleigh been, though, this year, just talking about catchers, I mean, he's been incredible. Oh, yeah. Fairly priced, but again, the ballpark is not the best.
0: I'm interested. um, Me and Grant are a a lot alike when it comes to Julio Rodriguez, so I'm interested to see if he's one of um, his turd bombs today. (laughs) I think this is a great home run spot for Julio Rodriguez.
1: Man, how about how about him DraftKings finally justifying his upside 5700 um on DK so you're going to be paying for him. He's just incredible just tearing the cover off the baseball. I'll play him in any stadium against anybody. I mean, he's just a guy you need in your pool now. Like you just need him if you're running 100 lineups regardless of if it's Max Scherzer or Garrett Cole pitching, you just need some of them
0: Ty France is getting really close to being back too. Um so we'll, we'll have to see how that winkers out. I think a few more games um, with that suspension. Um, so, I mean, Suarez, Crawford, Rodriguez, if France comes back, I could see like a three-man for Seattle. Kyle Riley, if it was in a different ballpark, I would, I would totally say, hey, you can stack up Seattle, five-man here. But I think the ballpark kind of eliminates a full stack for Seattle.
1: Yeah, and I mean, Lawrence has been okay. I mean, he's been okay. Uh, We just need to see more, you know, kind of like Castano in Miami. We just haven't seen a lot. And speaking of guys who we've seen a lot, and it's like fool me once, fool me twice, Spencer Howard just still atrocious at the major league level earlier this week. (laughs) But, you know, it's crazy. You know, I mean, I actually live in Pennsylvania here, so I've seen a ton of him in Redding at 2A and then 3A. And you're like, how's this guy not a pro? And he just... Can't deal with it. You know, Casey Lawrence already has a better pro career than Spencer Howard does. (laughs) Oh, man.
0: It's been a rough week for young pitchers, um, especially young pitchers that I've played in DFS. So
1: Pepe was all right. Another guy who struggled earlier in the year, command issues. But um, the the problem was when Mitch White got scratched, he was like 99 on DK or FanDuel or whatever site. Like they priced him way up. So you're like, you're not going to play him in a spot start. But you're right. It's been it's been tough sledding for young pitchers. We finish it out
0: with the Cubs at the Dodgers. This game has an eight and a half total. The Dodgers are a 275. Favorite here, Mark Leader Jr. going up against Tony Gonsalin. Any interest here in Mark Leader Jr.? No. (laughs) Listen, my job is just to ask. Um, I'm sorry. I'm laughing with you, I think. I don't even know if you're laughing. Oh, I'm not. I'm not playing him against Dodgers. Um, I mean, decent strikeout stuff. Don't get me wrong, oh, yeah. but generates no soft contact. So when you're not generating soft contact against an offense like the Dodgers, it could be a really quick night for you. So even with your strikeout ab- abilities. So, yeah, no interest for in me. I'm Mark Leder Jr. Um, Tony Gonzalez is a little interesting here. And it's more like Luch. We're not really going to see big ownership on Gonzalez at ninety four with these guys in this range, right? I, I think the ownership is what really stands out
1: to me on Gonzalo here. I, I totally agree. Again, I think he's a large field play, and um, you know, for a while he just he just like the thing is about him is he just doesn't have a leash. He hasn't even thrown over a hundred pitches this year. So I mean, I get it. They the Dodgers kind of baby their guys i mean maybe they're just like have paranoia from the whole dustin may thing but like even even uh urias doesn't have a leash like he doesn't throw 100 pitches rarely either so that that's my biggest concern i mean he he threw two thirds against san diego but he only threw 90 pitches he he has to be like really efficient and and you know he can be against the cubs i mean good lord he's 10 and oh i didn't even know that until I. He's very him. good I mean, he's very good. I didn't know he was... The, the, Dodgers, year, the Dodgers are very good, too. Um, yeah. I mean, like, if you're looking for a win and a quality start, I, you know, it makes sense. Fan duel, I, I get it. He's a great tournament pivot off of, what, the four or five high-end guys we talked about. What is the likelihood of him, you know, scoring within Dylan C's territory? I mean, Cease's ceiling is just, like, astronomically high against Detroit. So it's just so tough to kind of stomach that. But you're playing low-dollar, you know uh, contest with 80,000 entries in it. Definitely get some gonsoling chairs and pair him with some chalky bats. See, I,
0: I could see playing him with cease. Ooh. I think the more we break this slate down, right? The more like, cause we're now getting, we'll talk about the bats in this game really quick in a second, but the more we break this slate down, the more I'm like, man, there's some cheap bats. We could easily double barrel, um, with good stacks because of the cheap stacks that, I mean, what Baltimore was free. There was a couple other teams that were like free on this slate. So the more I like break this down with you the more, I'm like, man, I might double barrel, like seize Gonsalin or seize Musgrove today. And I mean, it's been a bad week for pitching for me. So I'll just play the two top end guys and be like, all right, don't, don't
1: fail me today. You have a lot of these teams with young, like raw upside talent that, Largest in smash spots. The the Cincy Pittsburgh game on DK. Like, you're gonna get we're gonna get cheap bats there. You're gonna get cheap bats on Arizona as long as they behave and platoon accordingly. And they've been pretty good about it so far this year. Um so I, I, I think you nailed it there too. Um, I don't know, like value-wise, there's just not a lot at pitcher. I wanna, I don't want anybody under. 7k except maybe jordan Lyles shares so maybe it is you know double boom up top i mean i'm sure strider is going to carry some ownership in the mid-range but if he fails and he's like you know 15 to 25 percent you know the two high-end pitcher builds are, are probably going to be the way to go for tournaments
0: i don't really have a ton of interest in the cubs bats um with Contreras banged up right now um i mean he's a high-end upside catcher he's 6200 anyway um, no chance for me on him.
1: Yeah, I just no interest for in me on the Cubs today. No, and you know, Gonsolin's having a fantastic year. And of course, the only issue I have with him is his, you know, pitch count. You're not gonna get those hundred and ten pitches unless he's like throwing a no no or something. Um, but no, I don't have any interest there either. Dodgers, on the other hand, I mean, you know, what what's there to say? You know, you can play that lineup up and down, especially against Mark Leiter Jr.
0: Yeah, I mean, especially if they, like, continue to bust against Jose Arena. Um, <laughs> listen, I'm okay with them, but, like, my my pitching was so bad and the rest of my lineups so it's not good, and I stacked Dodgers everywhere tonight. Just whatever. <laughs> like, make people mad so they don't go back to the well here because, I mean, even if they sink to, on, on Wednesday night, I'm going back to the well here. I love the
1: Dodgers in this spot. It's such a good spot for them. I mean, you can play, you know, a bunch of Dodgers, throw in – some really cheap bats from this Pittsburgh cincy game still go up and get an ACE. Uh, yeah. It's, it's going to be a fun slate for sure. All right, let's play the morning grind game. We're going to use DK pricing,
0: DK scoring um, under 8,000 to get six or more strikeouts.
1: Who do you got today? Whoa. That's a big wolf um, under 8,000. <sighs> uh Man, you're killing me with this and, one. And and none of them is not an option today. <laughs> I need to phone a friend, I think. This is brutal. Let's go. I, I guess I just have to, by default, pick on the Angels and, and go with Jordan Lyles. Okay. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. That one hurt a little bit. Ugh.
0: I I mean, I I think I got to go Winchowski. Um, this is another reason that I think paying up a pitcher today makes a ton of sense because... There is nobody under 8K where I'm like, oh, not a bad matchup. Maybe you can get no, no. <laughs> um, over 8K to score under 15 DK points. Who's your bust today?
1: Um, my bust today is I'm I'm just gonna go I'm gonna go out on a limb and 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 say it's Garrett Cole. I, I think your Red Sox are gonna get to him, and uh, again, no huge analytical approach, and I, I just. I think I think the Sox are going to get to Cole.
0: For what it's worth, I think everybody over 8,500 today gets over 15. But Cole would have been my first, and Strider is my second. And I think
1: they're two of the guys that I'm going to play today. Um, <laughs> I feel better now that you said that. Um, you know, And I agree, because Strider gives up a ton of hard contact, and he did have some control issues. But in the last three games, they only walked two total batters. So whatever adjustment Strider's made, but like you know, that St. Louis matchup, ton of righties that don't strike out, so could get into some trouble.
0: And that's kind of what he faced with the Giants a few starts ago. Just a team that doesn't strike out, and they were just able to bat him to death. And I mean, there's good hitters at the top of the St. Louis lineup. So, yep. give give me a guy over four thousand to go yard today.
1: Oh baby, let's see here. Um, and don't take my guy. Don't take your guy. Man, there's so many options here. A-, a lot of the bats we talked about that I liked were so cheap, Stevie. <laughs> that um uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with one of the first teams we talked about, and I'm gonna say Rutchman goes deep. Oh, I like Walter. that he's
0: been really cheap on Fanduel. Um, I don't have he's been like twenty five hundred over the last few days, and people hate playing catchers. So if you're playing over there, good spot to play him. Um, I'm going to go Julio Rodriguez. Like I said, I think this is a great, great home run spot for him today. So, again, I'm interested to see if he is one of Grant's turd bombs today. Uh, Under 4K to get two hits, who do you like to get a couple hits today?
1: A ton of bats. Um, Hold on. Let's go to this. Oh, you know what? Blindly, Jordan Luplow. I mean, I'm just playing the lefty matcher. Did I take your guy? I'm playing Lapla Man. I think he gets two hits. <laughs> you did yeah, take think...
0: my guy. That's okay. Um, I'll go Marcana against the lefty in city field. So I just I mean, we've been playing Marcana against lefties for years now. So yep. I mean we just platooned two guys. Um if I <laughs> if if we knew that Vada was gonna be in the lineup, he's clearly the, the play um for me, but I don't know if he's gonna be in there or not. Give me a stack to score six or
1: more runs today. Okay, let's go with I think I know this is probably answer stealing again, but I these Atlanta righties are just relentless, man. I think Atlanta goes nuts today.
0: Yeah, they're my top stack today. I love the Atlanta Braves today. Um, not gonna say Dodgers, but go I think I'm gonna go a little off the board today and say Baltimore. Um against Chase Silseth. I, I really like Baltimore today. This is a guy that's given up at least three earned runs in three of his last four starts and hasn't made it out of the fifth inning um, since his first start, May 13th. So,
1: yeah. I like it. goes hand-in-hand hand with my uh, Rutschman call there. So, let's go, Orioles.
0: <laughs> uh, Luch, any final thoughts before we get out of
1: here? No, just uh, curious to see what the weather looks like. It's been a busy week for Roth, for sure. Um definitely check out the weather edge tool which is also up for scores and odds premium subscribers now as well so that's pretty awesome and uh that's pretty much it big shout out to grant he's getting married this weekend uh by the way so congrats to mr turd bomb himself and uh looking forward to seeing those home run calls on thursday thanks for having me on stevie oh always a
0: always a pleasure and we are running a summer special on scores and odds right now as well you can get your first month if you haven't checked it out for 9.99 listen if you have been following Rotogranders for a while, then you're going to like a lot of the names that you see over there providing content. So I know Grant, I know Will, we got Tim over there doing some stuff. I post pics from time to time. Noto's over there all the time. So Cardi. Cardi. Yeah. Cardi just, I mean, he smashes. So yeah, if you haven't checked it out right now, is a good time to check it out. You can check it out for $9.99. Um, and even if you're not like in the in the betting world and you want to use it for like some of the fantasy prop sites man a lot of that stuff translates um for fantasy props on Prize fix or underdog or wherever you're playing your fantasy props so i mean 999 for your first month you can check it out so that's over there on scores and odds it's right there at the top and at the middle of the page so check that out that is going to Wrap it up here for Thursday. We'll be back Friday talking baseball. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.